Hello, and welcome to Quiet vs. Riot, the podcast where we take a topic and break it down from an introvert's perspective and an extrovert's perspective. Heyo! We're your hosts, Tina and Tara Panone. And Joshua Lee. And today we are going to be talking about photography. Click, click, click. Woo! So photography, I feel like that does tend to be a very introverted type of hobby, in my opinion. But I know you have to be a little bit extroverted if you want to be successful in that kind of field. Because you have to network and find your models and really promote yourself to get your name and brand out. So I'm, I'm hearing a lot of bias here. Like, first, what in the world? Being an introvert for, for photography? Generally, I feel like... I feel like unless you're maybe, like, a, a top person, photographers tend to be more introverted. Ooh. I can't deny that either, because when I go to photo shoots, a lot of the other photographers are just quiet people. They're not very... Uh, I, I don't know how to say this. They're not very um talkative, loud. Yeah, I think they're more, like, introspective, which I think is something that, you know, a good quality if you are, like, an artist. It definitely is. But before we go into that, let's let's talk about how we're each, like, involved in photography. Yeah. So I am not necessarily a photographer. I'm more of a film person. Uh, I started getting into cameras around high school. So through shooting videos, I started diving into the realm of photography. So every once in a while, I'll go on some photo shoots with friends and stuff. And you? So I began photography in elementary school. It, it was my mom's hobby, so I picked it up. And I finally got my own camera recently. So yeah, I enjoy taking pictures of people. That That's my favorite thing. Landscapes can just go jump off a cliff. They're boring, I think, in my opinion. And that's pretty much my hot take. I shoot Nikon, go team Nikon, and yeah. Yeah, I also like portraits, and then I also like street photography. It's the best. Hey, do you want a fun fact? What? Apparently, photography is a very popular hobby for serial killers. That makes sense. Which is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, we both like to do portraits, and that involves people so i just wanted to talk about how do you find models for your photo shoots oh i usually meet my models through three ways one is that they're usually an acquaintance or a friend that i know i just hit them up say hey i do photography you know that if i ask them i I, i'll usually offer like a free or discounted shoot and we just have fun plan an appointment the second way is that i just see them on the street and ask it's usually more of a miss than a hit so be careful when you do that. And then the third way is just to like go to a group photo shoot. If you go online and like search for photography groups in your city, you will usually find a lot. And these groups will usually organize like free to participate in photo shoots. And they're honestly really fun. I went to a few in LA and they're, they're, they're so much fun. It's a great community to be in. That sounds cool. Uh, usually I am not as forward. I don't try to find strangers because I am not as confident in my ability quite yet so as of now usually i'll just ask my friends or people i feel comfortable with i tagged along with you sometimes though yeah if if you find someone then i'll go along but yeah so i don't look online for strangers because i i need to be comfortable with my models enough to direct them and i need to feel comfortable knowing that they understand that I'm not that experienced. So as long as if I if I feel comfortable knowing 
that they're okay with perhaps the pictures not turning out the best, then we're good. I am by no means a professional photographer also. I'm a big believer in fake it till you make it. I think I did decent photography, but I, I'm always worried that like my models or like my audience won't like my pictures. So that's why I usually take a, a lot more than I have to and always have a lot of like many uh, shots of the same picture, essentially, just different in small ways, hoping that I, I get the right picture eventually. If that makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. So just quantity over quality. Well, there's quality in there somewhere, just that it's quality in slightly different shades or angles. That's my angle. Yeah, yeah. I take somewhat of a same approach. I don't, I don't just click and hope that the pictures turn out well, though. I try to plan as best I can beforehand, so I really like to look at the location. Josh, you do a thing where you tell the person what kind of style you have in mind and like the location which i think is really cool that's something that i also do somewhat maybe not to the extent of planning that you do but i do like to find a location and keep that in mind and then find a model that kind of fits that sort of aesthetic matching aesthetics is something that i believe is very important thanks for the compliment by the way i do try when you do take pictures of your models do you show them the pictures right after you take them, or do you wait to edit them first and then show them? Oh, I show them. One of, one of like the early things I learned when I went to like photo shoots is that you want to hype your model up. You want them to feel, to feel confident, comfortable, sexy, all those things. And showing them that like they are doing a good job and showing the pictures as you work during the photo shoot is a great confidence booster. Because if you're not, then... All they see is someone pointing a camera at them and making a few sounds like, oh, maybe not that. Maybe that's cool. Just talking to themselves and moving on and not having any feedback on how you're doing as a model is not great. It's not yeah. great for your self-confidence or your performance ability. I personally, I would show them if I felt confident in my own ability. What I'm worried about is that the pictures won't be good so that when I show them, they'll think, oh, those pictures aren't that good. There's something wrong. And I don't want them to not like me because of it. Yeah, honestly, good pictures are sometimes a hit and miss. One photo shoot that Tia and I did together, I had our model bite his jacket because I thought that was like a super cool look. No one else liked it. I showed the picture <laughs> around, no one else liked it. And I thought it was amazing. It just works out like that sometimes. Yeah, I'm not great with criticism. I feel a lot of pressure to do well. And I am not as willing to experiment as much as you are. Yeah, well, I'm not sure. It could be something else. Do you think, like, your desire to succeed factors into, like, how you approach photography? Maybe Probably. You're, maybe you're more, you're more focused on, like, the pictures and the quality of the pictures rather than the atmosphere or something like that? Maybe. I definitely am a bit of a perfectionist and... It can be crippling sometimes where I don't want to go on photo shoots in the fear that it won't turn out well. I get that. It took so much to convince you to go to the last one. Yeah, so I did want to talk about that last photo shoot. Recently, Josh and I had a photo shoot with one of our friends, and it was an interesting experience. We both had very different styles of shooting the model. We did, honestly. I, w I would say when I shoot pictures, I usually have like a few rough ideas of what, what I want 
and then everything else I just wing it to like, oh, I like that aesthetic or oh, I think that would look cool. Like very off the cuff. I feel like Tina spends more time planning out her photos. Like she will actually like make the model sit somewhere, wait a minute thinking about it and then actually take a photo, which is really interesting. I tried to look at the surroundings and try and plan a few specific shots. I guess I am a little bit more, I think before I take the picture, whereas you're willing to try anything. But I, in my head, I think, how would the model feel about this? Do I think it will turn out well? I guess, I don't, I'm not sure. That's really cool, actually. Usually when I um, shoot photography, the only two things usually that worry about my, about my when it comes to my model is like one, their safety, like their physical safety, and two, their confidence. <laughs> it just occurred to me now that I, I, I usually don't consider like whether they're, they're like emotionally comfortable with what I'm doing, which is probably something important. <laughs> Yeah, you put your models in some awkward positions sometimes. <laughs> oh boy, like um, oh, what did I do this one time? I had like a model do like a, oh, I think it was the, the photo shoot we went on together actually. I had him do like this body roll thing. He he wasn't comfortable. Like Tina wasn't comfortable. No one was comfortable. But I thought it'd be a cool shot. It was not a cool shot. <laughs> <laughs> At least you tried. Yeah. But you're very much not afraid to direct the model. You'll tell them how you want them to pose, whereas I'm more lax and I kind of just tell them to stand there and they do what they want. And then if I get an idea, then I'll tell them. So you're very much more direct and confrontational and I think you know what you want when it comes to posing. It always helps. I remember you put music on during the photo shoot. Ooh, I did. Yeah, um, which was very awkward for me. I didn't feel comfortable because we were in such a public setting and people were looking at us. And I <laughs> very much did not like that. It's a different vibe. I use music to help, how to say this, calm down, pop in my mind, but just like to help the model feel comfortable, to help them vibe and just feel natural. If that, yeah, that, no, that makes sense. Yeah. To use some music and like, and, and photography and photo shoots is, is a big thing. It just helps everyone be comfortable i'm gonna stress that word a lot in this specific episode for photography you want everyone to feel comfortable because that's where the best photos come from yeah um, i agree that's like the playing music in public thing i guess it could just be like a, a difference in culture i guess because back home blasting music in public is a bit obnoxious but like it's not as huge a thing like when i did it it didn't cross my mind that like it might not be cool in iowa i yeah. mean i don't i don't think it's a bad thing i don't think anyone is going to get mad at you for playing music unless it's obnoxiously loud it's just that i'm a very private person and i feel that music draws attention to me so i would prefer to put as little attention on me as possible <laughs> if we were inside like a studio that was private i would be okay with putting music on Okay, I get that. But I, I can also just picture you like hiding in a bush taking pictures of the model. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's part of the reason why I do like street photography so much because it is more candid and less posed. You do have points though. I do do event photography. I love how just natural it is, how you don't have to pose anyone and how they turn out surprisingly well sometimes. Yeah, I did two events the summer before coming to college, a wedding and I did a graduation party. And I thought those were really fun because it is very candid and it felt like I was just a fly on the wall type of situation where people didn't really notice me and I could capture some really good moments that they could remember. Yeah, that's honestly one of the biggest reasons why I love photography as a hobby or in general is that it preserves memories. I did try to 
apply to the magazine here at Drake, and I didn't get in as a photographer. It was a little bit of a hit to my ego, but then I joined the newspaper, and I realized that more photojournalist aspect is a lot more my style than hyper-stylized fashion kind of magazines. That's really interesting. So you want more like slice of life than these really controlled environments. Yeah, I realize now that magazine is very much not my style because it is so controlled and there's a certain style that they want to go for. Whereas with photojournalism, it's kind of more, it's less flashy, but I think if you do it well, it can really tell a story. And I think it's really cool. It is, yeah. That actually brings us to um, studio photography, which is, in my opinion, one of the most stressful types of photography possible. Yeah, have you? D- I've never done a studio shoot before. I have done two studio shoots, and they've both been one hell of a ride, man. Let's first contrast street photography with uh, studio photography. Okay, um, I uh, think street photography is really nice because it is so candid and. It's more like you're capturing events that people don't really realize that you're capturing. And I think it really shows a bit of the human condition and shows people for how they are. It really does. And then with portrait photography, I would say the whole idea of it is being in control, or at least the photographer is in control. It's when you're indoors, you have a backdrop, you have gels and lights and all these cool gadgets. And usually when you see like um, Hollywood movies of people with a backdrop, that is studio photography. I feel like I would feel too pressured to do something like that because it is so up close and personal. My first photo shoot in Des Moines where we go to school was a studio shoot. And I didn't know it was a studio shoot until I got there. I was quite shocked. (laughs) What did you think it was going to be? All of the uh, photo shoots I've done back home have been outdoor photo shoots or like even when they were indoor, they were in a huge room with like different scenes in it, so you could play around with it. This it was just like a backdrop, a stool, and a model, and I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah, I feel like for studio shoots, you really have to be good at posing because there is so little to work with. You only have the model to work with. And honestly, I give her props for like doing what she did. It was a whole new experience. I was making things up as, as I go. I was asking other photographers what they're doing, how they're doing it. And I learned just how important gadgets and gear are in studio photography, which is amazing. I get too nervous to talk to people. So I feel I always feel very inferior if I shadow someone who has a lot of experience because I respect them so much and I don't want to mess up in front of them. Mm, I get that. I, I also like get really nervous with people who are obviously better than me. But like part of me is also just kind of like, oh, it's so amazing. I want to become that and beat you. I probably like just admires that and also just kind of like but can I do better type of thing at that specific photo shoot I did not end up doing better than the uh, photographers who actually knew how to use a studio but I, I want to say I had I had fun that's good yeah um, having yeah. fun is important one of the most stressful things about doing studio photography at least as an extrovert for me was how little social interaction there was so that makes sense in street photography, I feel like it's more easier or natural or just like more accepted to like have a constant stream of conversation with your model, with other photographers. When I was doing studio photography, I felt like I was at like a classical concert because when a photographer was shooting the uh, model, everyone else was quiet as if the main photographer was doing a concert or something. And I was just kind of like, oh, this is awkward. This is kind of quiet. What do I do? Mm, I feel like it'd and be the opposite. Nah. I mean, I just, I just went to like uh, introverts photo shoot. 
because it was the same way on the, on the second studio shoot too. When I think about street photography, I think more that it's from a distance, and because it's candid, it feels like you're not really there. So there would be less talking because the model is just doing their own thing. Whereas in a studio shoot, it's more one of one. They're very aware that you are taking a picture. So I feel like that would lead to more conversation and more direction and conversation. So that's really interesting that you said that. Thank you. So small plug, we do have photography accounts. And I just wanted to know <laughs> what you do with that and how you navigate the social media aspect. Ooh, I actually really enjoy this. I don't know about Tina, but I began my photography Instagram account this December. And I use it to promote my brand or really just my photography and my skills. I originally began just to like show off what I thought was pretty good photography. But looking back at now is pretty, there's some good pictures. But, you, but really, it's just a way to keep myself accountable to my hobby, to which I love. And I'm pretty happy to where I've gotten so far. That's good. Yeah. I kind of use it more of a portfolio type of thing. I don't post as much as you do. I know you put in the settings that you had when you shot the picture, and I don't include that. It's more just a lookbook kind of thing for me, so people can see my work. I get that. Do you follow your models on Instagram? If they're my friends, I don't. You don't follow your friends on Instagram, on your photography one? I don't unless they insist. And even then, I try to like tell them, oh, but, you know, this is like my, my professional account. I try not to. The way I view followers, or at least people I follow on my professional photography account, is that I use it as like a connection. And if you're my friend, we're going to still talk to each other regardless of whether or not I follow you. If I follow you back on my photography account, then that means I want to keep in touch with you for the future to have that connection so I can like slide into your DMs in a more easier fashion, organize a photo shoot. Okay, so even after a photo shoot, you'll still follow the model. Oh, yeah. I never know whether I should follow the model because I'm not sure if I would go on a shoot with them again. Not saying that they're a bad model, just that I'm not sure how much in contact we'll stay. And I feel like I would be nervous to ask them again unless I had a good rapport with them. I get that. But yeah, I suppose I should start following my models. To be completely honest, though, it's not a necessity. And your follow count is pretty good, actually. You have 64 to your 10 people you're following. I have 116 followers to the 212 people I'm following. But I think that, that goes to show that you're very social and you do have a lot of connections, whereas I have very little connections. So the ratio counts. It's actually really interesting, though, how more, I would say, career-oriented your account is because you basically have like a short resume in your description for your photography account. Not really. I just said that I'm a photographer for the newspaper. And your major and your university. I guess. But in your bio, you actually say, DM me for collaborations and photo shoots. So you actually are running more of a business than I am. Do you charge people? Sometimes. I only do $10 an hour, though. After your photo shoots, what's your process of distributing the pictures back to the model? And how much do you choose to edit? I usually share the pictures with them through Google Photos or Google Drive to send them the pictures afterwards. My subjects get all of the pictures taken during the shoot, good and bad. And then they have the option to pick up to 10 photos for me to edit and send them back to them in very high quality. Mm. How about you? I don't show all the pictures that I take to the model because I am so self-conscious about my photo taking ability. So I will edit all the ones that I deem fitting 
and then I will send it to them. So I won't send them any original. Or sometimes I will if I feel comfortable, if it's a friend. But if it's like the photo shoot we both had together, I had never met him before, so I felt very self-conscious. So I edited them, and then I sent all the ones that I edited to him. In my opinion, I think that you going over the photos and only sending the good ones to the model just shows how much you care for quality. I would never do it myself because I just don't believe in that. For me, a big thing about photography is perspective, and that's how the model views themselves. If they want to tend to edit the photos, then I believe that it's the photos that they would want to see themselves in the best light, I guess, their own vibe. That being said, though, I love the pictures you took, and they <laughs> were you. they were pretty good, not going to lie. I do think that there does have to be some kind of confidence to be able to distribute good and bad pictures, so kudos to you for that. And also, I do worry about if the model doesn't like my editing style, they have to take it or leave it. So I think by <laughs> you giving them the raw photos, they have the opportunity to edit the ones that they want, and they can see how you also edit. Yeah. You try to be really active on your Instagram, so you'll post on your Instagram story talking about new posts, and you'll even promote me sometimes, which is very nice of you. I do. So video is the next best thing in social media, media in general. Video is very hot. People love videos. Just look at the success of TikTok. If you want to get your brand out there, use moving pictures, video. And that's why I use my story option a lot for my photography account. As Tina said, I use it to promote my own photography whenever I make a new post. I use it to promote, to promote my friends like Tina whenever they have a new post because I think it's hype. And I also use it just to show off really cool artwork that I find once in a while on, on Instagram, which is actually is a lot of. That's pretty yeah. cool of you. I'm very much more of a lurker on social media, so I do not post at all on my stories. Just looking at both of our photography styles, like looking at yours, especially your, your most recent pictures, I can definitely say your aesthetic is more of a, um, it's like a lighter shade. I want to say like, not brown, but just kind of like a sepia tone, if that makes sense. You definitely love those warmer palettes, those softer shadows, that vintage look, I want to say. When I first started doing photography and editing, I was very much into bright colors, high contrast, very crisp and clean lines. But now that I'm a little bit more mature, I guess, I do like lower contrast pictures, a little bit more muted colors, a little bit more of a, yeah, that vintage vibe. When I first began, um, I was a big fan of like really, really like painfully warm colors. If you look into my earlier photos in my account, you'll see a lot of like high contrast, very dramatic photos. It's either really bright or really, really dark. And as I gradually moved on, my photography, while still keeping that high contrast, I love strong colors. It began taking on a more, I would say, personal tone. I would get closer to, closer to my models, focus less on like the whole body and more on their face, the eyes specifically. And I, you know, I, I personally found that very interesting in myself. And I've also yeah. moved away from my strong use of warm yellow tones. Yeah, you definitely did like to use golden hour in the beginning, which I did too. Golden hour is a very nice time to shoot. It does lead to very warm tones. But yeah, I can definitely see as I scroll through your feed, it progresses more. And now you are using more light. You do like to play with harsh shadows, which is kind of cool. Your colors are very nice and they do pop a lot. Thank you. So yeah, I hope that you guys got some good insight on the different styles of photography and how an introvert and an extrovert navigate through our different styles of art expression. Thank you for tuning in. Josh, do you have anything else you want to say? Join photography. It's an amazing hobby with an amazing community. It's changed my life and I hope it can change yours too. Follow our photography accounts. 
Here, we'll give a little quick plug. My Instagram is photos by Tina with two underscores after it. And then my account is photogra.lee. Photogra.ly. Okay, well, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in to this episode of Quiet vs. Riot. And we will see you in the next episode. You guys are amazing. <laughs>